Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. What is this? Oh. What is this? What is this? Part two <laughs> of the salty stew there. Cameron Ivy hanging out with Gabe Gums here on Privacy Please. Welcome back to another episode of Unplugged. This is part two. Gabe, aka Mr. Salty, Mr. Hashtag Salty Gabe. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. As I mentioned last time, the desalinization process has taken well. The salty suit say is not super salty. Not this year. Not this year. We've been looking back, though. I've been looking back at some of the the predictions that the suit say has made over the years and, and trying to see just how many of them were, were on point, how many of them were just like ridiculously off the mark. And I think... Um, I think that helped desalinate me also, which is to say that some of these predictions certainly came to light. Um, but we've we've all made as an industry such great strides towards them. I'll, I'll rattle a couple off. The question is, Gabe, will we be patting ourselves on the back or giving you the boot? Mm. That's the real question. I'm going to let the listeners decide. Here's why. I look back on these. And I, too, was a little suspect on the salty suit. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> this game seems rigged. This this magic eight ball is cloudy. <laughs> I'm not certain about that. I think I see something up his so. sleeve. <laughs> That's good. That means you're stretching it a little bit. Yeah. Like, So there were some as far back as like 2020, for example. Um, these were made in 2019 where – man, that's how all the show's getting now, by the way, right? I I was thinking through that the other day. And I feel it's like we're 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 coming up on three years. We're on three years. I don't know how long it's been, but it's but it's now years. Cool. Like we started yeah. prior to the pandemic. Yeah, um, and here we are. We're still going. So yeah, I we're coming up on uh, end of four year four. Wow! Whoa! I'm th- I was about to say three. It's end of year four. Man, I appreciate all all the listeners out there, new, new and old alike. But let's go yeah. all the way back to some early, early Soothsayer uh, predictions. Infonomics. This was made in 2019. Data as a business asset. See, here's where, here's where I looked at it a little suspect. I'm like, what? That seems so obvious. But in 2019, was it that obvious? Was it that obvious? No. Um, I mean, there, were, there was already by that point, I think, the Economist uh, article about data being an asset. But I can equally remember there was still a lot of folks that just, like, did not agree with this at all. They were like, what? No, oil is that? Like, there were just a lot of folks that just did not understand the pure value that data as an asset was to more organizations. Uh, but again, although I, I might put that one in the, ah, the, the soothsayer saw, saw something there, it almost felt obvious to me then and as obvious as it does now. But sometimes things in the rearview mirror tend to feel that way, don't they? Yeah. Here was another one, 2019. Again, going way back, just 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 trying to see 
how cloudy the the fog was there. Because because if I only looked one year back, we might say like, oh, maybe those things haven't really come to pass yet either, too. But um, differential privacy, sharing anonymous data. Well, hell, made that prediction in 2019. Pandemic hadn't even hit yet. Last last article, like it didn't didn't quite touch down yet at that point. Well, it did in China. Maybe, maybe it had. It yeah. did in China in 19, didn't it? Like, uh... well, that's where the COVID 19 comes from. Was that was the year, right? Um, but I don't think when I don't remember when. Yeah, so we made this in 19. It would have been. I don't recall. I might look at the timing of that. But either way, as an industry, it's just data shares in particular, and like our friends from Tonic were were waxing on about this the other day on uh, on on their their blog. Um, differential privacy and the ability to create both synthetic data and share anonymous data, all of those mm-hmm. things have become huge. The the market for technologies that provide that type of protection mechanism, um, I can think like Tanium comes to mind. We've had those folks on the show too. Right? Like that, uh, again, it's another one where it's like, man, it felt obvious when I said it in 2019, but was it? I don't know. Um, well, I even mentioned in one of the examples of determining the boundaries of the right to be forgotten compliance requirement in the face of differential privacy practices, such as pseudonymization and de-identification. All those things kind of felt that way, but uh, but here we are. So I'm going to continue to go through more of them, but I will say the following. There's there's one or two that were clearly a miss, like the student say was like, sure, I can see why you may have thought that was going to happen, and I can see why it it might not have happened. That was that was just kind of a wild swing for the fences. But a number of them just felt, again, felt obvious from my perspective. So I'm going gonna, gonna to go back in time and, and kind of actually look at the picture and see how obvious maybe they were or weren't. But, but it's a good transition into swinging for the fences. I think on today's show, we're going we're gonna to swing for some fences, right? Like we, we did some solid predicts on the last one. This yep. week, this week, we go for those swags. Those salty, wild-ass guesses. <laughs> <laughs> salty swagger? Salty swagger. That's that's what they called me in high school, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's not a bad nickname. Look, salty one, of many, one of many. One of many. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Who wants to go first? Um, you tell me. We can flip a coin. Um, no, the audience can't see the coin. Um, so I, I'll, I'll throw one out there. I think, and I kind of mentioned this on our last episode that we recorded that isn't out yet, um, that will be out, um, in a few weeks, <clears throat> but I think there's going to be something there's, I mean, there's already stuff around child privacy and things like that. And I think that there's going to be a bigger enforcement when it comes to, when it comes to like the virtual reality world with uh, Oculus and all that kind of stuff. And what's the new platform that uh, the, the company that we shall not name because we always name them on here, but <laughs> they, yeah, they, yeah, they steal yeah. our data and sell they it. Steal our data. Yeah. Those guys, I know. Which one, um, I know which what's the, what's the world they created again? What's that called again? Well, they didn't create it, but they're trying to corner the market. I think we shouldn't call them out for it anyway. But but it's okay. the book of faces. The book of faces. They they're trying to corner <laughs> the market on on uh, on on the the the, 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 the new netherworld. Uh, the, yeah, I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new but we we all know what we're talking about. But I I think that there's well, the going to be the metaverse. Yeah, the, the metaverse. metaverse. Yes, yes, yes. The metaverse. 
And by corner of the market, of course, they're trying to be the ones taking up the most oxygen in the room and trying to, you know, talk about it, create it, et cetera. And there's even been some very public, maybe, um, I don't know. It, I think that there's a lot of folks already very skeptical about their ability to do that. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, if they were, think about, think about all the, the problematic issues that will come or stem about when it comes to like stealing data is one thing, but we're talking about facial recognition that they're going to have of all of our faces. And they already have I mean, that. They have, yeah, they, they already have, all, have that. That's true. They have all the faces. They have all the faces, the videos, the live feeds. That's the, that's the problem. They already have all that. Look, I'm, I'm a tiny bit of a hypocrite here, right? Like you and I are both, um, you know, relatively public figures in, in this industry, right? Like we, our voices are recorded weekly and, and on the internet. True. And our faces are attached to it. And, and there's videos of us out there talking and there's ungodly numbers of conferences, you know, with videos of myself, like you name it. Um, but those are controlled. We put those out there in a controlled manner, right? And we, right. we chose what we wanted to share. That's all curated, even if the pool is filled with, with our curation of ourselves. But, um, but all that other stuff that folks have just, you know, kind of unwittingly or, or, un, or, or consciously turned over to Facebook is, uh, is a very different, different challenge. But to the swag, though, to the swag. So yeah, to the see, swag. The metaverse. The metaverse. I think I just think that there's going to be. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I just think that that's going to be involved with something where it comes to uh, another privacy law. I would hope we would lean that way because the world is leaning that way and it already is, but we need to, you know, there needs to be something that can protect us somehow. So you think the metaverse will open us all up to more privacy challenges? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It already has. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even there here yet. Cause there's already, I mean, think about that app that came out where you take a picture of yourself or whatever, and it turns you into an old person. And I know there's other ones that do that now, but that, I mean, they sold that data. I can't remember what app that was. Um, I mean, it's, it's already yeah. happening, but I don't know. That's just one that comes to mind that I think we'll start to see in the next few years. What's one, what's one that you, uh, that comes to your mind that's swinging for the fences? I don't know how much of a fence swing it is, but again, it's one of those that I I, I think is a fence swing, but it but it might feel somewhat obvious in the future. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. But here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm swinging at. There will be a significant increase or resurgence resurgence of AI technology in security tools. And I was just about to say something about that AI. Yes, and we're gonna see it. In via chat GPT, chat GPT in particular is going to change what is possible for a lot of security from the threat hunting side of things The I, I expect that the SIM and SOAR market would certainly be able to take advantage of this. But, but from, but from a, uh, but from a security perspective, chat GPT's ability to interact at a human level 
as bad as it may, or as good as it may be at the moment. Uh, I, I understand many of its limitations, I think, um, and I'm certain as many, I don't, but I, but as we see its introduction into our world, I think it's going to take ground. I think it's going to allow, for example, that skills gap that I've railed about not being real. In fact, that was another one of those predictions I made in the past, that it was not, in fact, and is not, in fact, the skills gap, but it's a technology challenge. Our inability to build security tools that allow us to cross-pollinate the industry, right? To, to be able to pull folks in with different skill sets. Things like chat GPT will change that. The ability to, to reduce the barrier to entry for a SOC analyst, for example, will change with chat GPT. And I think we're going to see a lot of that starting next year, starting in 2023. We're going to see chat GPT be applied to a lot of infosec use cases. The suit say is going with it. Put it in the books. Interesting. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I was thinking AI too, and I'm so glad you said that because I was going to mention it before you said it. It's like, it's almost like we've been doing this show for four years and that I've known you for a little longer than that. And it's like our brave, our, our, our brain wave links. It's like, we're a couple, man. We oh, just get it. Like I just could see it coming, you know? That's right. That's Anyways. Right. An odd Soothsayer has spoken, my my spoken. That's my that's my big swag. That's my big swag. Um, I imagine that a lot of our listeners are familiar with Chat GPT, but some may not be. Um, so I, you, you guys should go check it out. It's over at OpenAI.com. Um, What's a high what level it of it? Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a it's an AI model that was trained to interact in a conversational manner. So you can ask it questions like you can give it a data set. Right, like you can give it all of your 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 all of your logins, right? Like all of the logs of everyone who's logged in and out, et cetera. Of your, like you can give it a data set, and then you can ask it questions, like you know, when's the last time Cameron logged in, right? Like, and it will answer you. Um, when's the last time Cameron logged in from from a location that that uh, that that wasn't in the U.S., right? Like, you can just ask it that question, right? Like, you can ask it things in a conversational way. Again, making it easier to sift through that data, right? Like now you may not need to know how to build a Splunk query, for example, to do things like that. Um, that's just a super basic example. But the, but what it is, ChatGPT is just an AI model that was trained to interact in a conversational way. Is that any different from Siri or um, all the other AI? I can't even think of the other names. Alexa. Primary, the primary difference is those things aren't available to everyone. You and I can't go build an, a, a, another security tooling on top of any of the ones you just mentioned. So gotcha. that's the first big difference, right? Like, is that chat GPT is available in open source. That's, that's probably the okay. first biggest and, and, and most important difference is, in fact, it might be the only difference really worth getting, getting out on the table because those other technologies will not allow us to do the things that I just said ChatGPT will do for InfoSec, reducing those barriers to entry, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. But in many ways, they, they do have similarities, right? Like you can indeed interact with those, those other systems in a conversational manner. Yeah, and, and you know what it reminds me of, Gabe, and the reason why I was thinking of the AI part of everything um, I've been going back through, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Silicon Valley on HBO Max. 
If you haven't seen it, it's fine. I'm sure people say, on the show. I'm just, we're we're going to get a lot of, we're going to get, just don't at me, folks. I'm going to get a lot of accidents. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't at me. I don't want to hear about it, but I have well, not, not seen it. If, if nobody's seen it there, it's, it's about a, uh, you know, a bunch of nerdy guys that create their own company called Pied Piper. And then they, they're, they're trying to design a decentralized internet. Um, but there is, there is a part, I think it's in season five where there's a robot AI robotic um, female called Fiona that it just reminded me of that because of that episode that I recently saw. So uh, um, it's just funny. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) great show. If you haven't seen it's hilarious um, and super nerdy. I am told. I am told my wife's love. She's uh, she's got like a shirt that says Pied Piper. (laughs) It's got the swag. I can't remember the name of the uh, the compression algorithm, but I'm certain, certain, certain it's known. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so did we want to go over any of the other? We we touched on on three of them there. Um, I don't have yeah. any, I don't have any other wild swags. Right? Okay. Like, in fact, I don't want to make too many of them either. Right? Like, I want to. That's the big one. That's my big bold prediction on the board. Is that yeah. Chat GPT? changes how infosec is both approached as well as our ability to to make it more inclusive and reduce that uh that skills gap um, but it'll change our approach in terms of of how we look at identifying security issues and does that cause will that immediately cause challenges and if so what would be the first thing that come comes to mind well, hell, I mean, there is just the law of unintended consequences, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't know what what else it may cause. It may cause, for example, an over reliance on AI systems because one of the things ChatGPT does do is it can be confidently incorrect. It can be very confidently incorrect. It's like, no, 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 Cameron is definitely never logged in from anywhere outside of the U.S. Absolutely never. And he might, and like, there's a, a percentage chance, like it, it might be wrong. Right. So, um, so, so one of those we're dealing with- consequences is it, it, yeah, we, if we, if we too very early overly rely on, on those systems without, you know, proper checks and balances. Yeah. We can, we can see all kinds of fuckery. Gabe, are you, are you saying that this, this, this already is a, um, very defensive and, an AI that is in denial. <laughs> I mean, the short answer is yeah, yes. Actually, the short answer is yes. The short answer okay. is yes. Yeah, dangerous. Confidently okay. incorrect. On, on, yeah, it's like yeah, no, totally. Cams, cams, never, never, never happened. Bad happened. Don't ask me again. Nope. No, never happened. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Right, right. That's. Okay. I think that might be. That, that's that'll be the number one thing to keep an eye out for is um, some of those knock-on unintended consequences. But I'll tell you what, the security industry hopefully will will have a hard time proving its value, though, and, and maybe we avoid that because a lot of folks are already suspect of AI in our in our solution yeah. sets, right? Like they've already made their first round of, of, of entry, and a lot of it was just marketing hype, right? Like there was a lot of things oversold as AI and ML that just really weren't. And so you're yeah. going to get a lot of folks going, what, again? Yep. But I think because ChatGPT itself has it has gravitas on its own, applying ChatGPT 
to the infosec world will automatically get over some of those 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 hurdles of 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 uh, suspicion. But that what yeah. that's exactly what might lead also to that that uh, over reliance on it. So, but that's okay. that's what salty suit says. We'll go with it. Swag. That's it. With swag and chat okay. GPT, chat GPT changes the world next year. You heard it, people. Um, don't add him and don't add, don't add don't me. Add, don't add I'm him. I'm just kidding. Either. But what I what we do ask is if you have any other predictions, send them our way. We'd love to hear from you. And if anybody wants to come on the show and battle the salty suits there. <laughs> Ooh, no battles, no battles. But no, no battles. I'm just kidding. Them, we'll, if you guys want to record a bunch of them, everyone records one. We'll, we'll, we'll upload them all. We'll, we'll, we can just string a bunch of them together if there's some other swags out there. Yeah, send them our way. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so if we don't talk to you guys or you don't hear from us, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, what else is a Happy New Year? No, you'll be seeing us before then. You'll be seeing us for the year. All of the holidays. All uh, Festivus, that's for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> that one's for the rest of us. <laughs> we'll be airing grievances on the next episode of Privacy, Please. There we go. All right. Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> hey. You guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy Please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, 